0: brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is on the block with Stricken Nate. Welcome back to on the block 937. The ticket my name is Nate Brandon. He's the Husker Hall of Famer, 9-year NBA veteran Eric Strickland. 402-464-5685 Honda Lincoln Hotline Starter Heyman text Line. We definitely want to hear from you guys because this one it's going to be pretty fun. I've got a soundbite that I'm going to play for you. i got a soundbite that we're going to bring for Strick. I don't know if he's heard this one yet, but it uh, ignites a fire in me. It gets me hype. It gets me excited. All of the emotions uh, are probably a good way to put it. Uh, definitely a soundbite that you guys are going to want to hear. 402-464-5685. Hot hotline. Sorry, I'm text line. You can also check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. On YouTube give us a like give us a subscribe 3000 is our new goal that's our new number that we're shooting for and we will not stop until we get there also want to give a shout out to Mary Ellens who sponsors us as always uh, 27th of Pine Lake you have not had soul food of you had not had Mary Ellens and I will say strict I'll let you give out your recommendation but I recommend the chicken wings because I have had a lot of chicken wings in my day I consider myself a little bit of a food connoisseur. I love to eat. I love good food. And those are maybe some of the best chicken wings that I've ever had in my life. I, Charles will not steer you wrong. And honestly, if you just ask Charles, because I've done that when I've gone to Mary Ellen's, what do you recommend? Uh, he will definitely get you something that's that's pretty good.
2: I absolutely love the, uh, the ribs. I mean, they, they yes. fall off the bone. Yes. They fall off the bone. They're succulent. And
0: I also love... The yams. I think the yams are phenomenal as well. Yeah. Those are two of my favorites. Yeah, the yams are good. Honestly, you can get whatever you want at Mary Ellen's uh, 27th and Pine Lake is the address on that one. Uh, Strick, I got to pull it up real quick. I I don't know if you've seen this, but Mark Whipple today, he took to the podium, talked to some of the media, and uh, he was getting a little fired up, to say the least. And uh, he said something that really stuck with me that got me uh, a little bit excited to say the least. So Strick, I'm gonna mute the site real quick so we can go ahead and, and play that sound bite. Uh, so this was Mark Whipple today. 402-464-5685. Starter Heyman Text Line, Hot Nov Hotline. Want your immediate
1: thoughts after you hear this? Again, this is Mark Whipple today speaking to the media. We're good enough, I think. Okay. I'm not a genius, but we can win we can win seven games. We can win these games. All right, we already Threw away three of them. I mean, Oklahoma kicked our rear. But I said, you know, that that's that's the expectation. Is like, hey, not not just to go to a bowl game. Let's we can win the West. That's what it is. So you're in first place. Act like it. and Play like it. You know. So that that's again it takes time. But you know, hey, I'm I'm a realist. If we don't get there, I'm not going to be here anyways. So I told them that. And we we win the West, you know. I'll, I'll ride Mickey's coattails. Strick, what do you think? That I mean, that like ignites
0: <laughs> something in me that's saying this isn't what we've been saying. We're not just blowing smoke here. We're like, not just talking. Nebraska yeah. can win the West, and you just heard Mark Whipple say it himself.
2: Yeah, and that's what's going on internally. I think. I think those are the messages. I, I think we want to be here. We love you guys. We want. We care about you guys we hate seeing you this way. We want to see you win. And as Whipple said, look, look, I want to be here. I want to continue to work with you guys. I want to see you grow. I want to see you develop. I want to see you become professionals and, you know, your dreams to come true. But at the end of the day, you don't take care of business. We can't, we can't go play for you. All we can do is prepare you. It's up to you to go and get the job done. And if you get the job done, here's what's in store for you (laughs) you 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 break all the molds all the rules on what everybody's had in their expectations what they thought what their minds changed you change the whole mind of what people think even though you now see here's what's going to be the narrative here's here's what's going to (laughs) be they go out and win the big 10 right now they're saying uh it's just indiana Oh, uh, it's just this, right? Uh, but they go out and win the Big Ten West, then they're gonna say, Oh, it was a weak schedule. That's kind of the mentality yes. now that a lot of people have kind of come to. You know what I mean? Instead of celebrating the growth, the progression, you know, uh the changes that have been made and moving into that, and how can we build on that and get better? It's now guys are guys are, you know, uh, it's 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 a lot of negative Nancy's out there, but I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic. I'm looking if I can continue continue to see growth, progression, these things continuously each week getting better. Certain areas getting better. You know what I mean? Young players coming in yeah. because that's that's the one thing that a lot of Nebraska teams in the past have had is ultimate death. When they when a guy came off the field, the next guy was just as just as capable. You know what I mean? There was not a lot of drop off when you had those other guys come off. That's what I'm hoping they can get to. A lot of these young guys begin to fill in like that, where get give the guys a break, get them, you know, when they're tired, get them out, get guys in there that can fill in and hopefully be able to not not drop the ball.
0: Well, yeah, that's the thing too, Strick, is there's always going to be a narrative because you know what's going to happen if, if Nebraska does end up winning the West and go to the Big Ten championship game. I mean, I probably consider Ohio State, if not the best, close to the best team in the country. You probably get smoked by Ohio State. Guess what, Nebraska fans? You won the Big Ten West. And this is all hypothetical, which is so fascinating to me because imagine where Nebraska was after that Georgia Southern game. Like, that's, I think that's the crazy part about all of this in the madness of Nebraska football is. Strick, I asked you the question. I asked everyone the question. It was hard to answer because I know a lot of Nebraska fans have different opinions. But I said, after that Georgia-Southern game and after you decided to ultimately fire Scott Frost, was that rock bottom? Like, you could make the argument and possibly say... This is in the the history of the program as we know it. Now, there's probably other rock bottoms before a lot of us were alive or a lot of us were seriously following Nebraska football. You can make the argument that that was one of the darkest days in Nebraska's history. Like, you, yeah. you could, and especially when you have to fire a guy that's a two-time national champion that's your head coach and basically tell him that you're done. Like, yeah. that's a tough thing to swallow. And we're sitting yeah. at a position now, and again, I, I don't want to get too ahead of myself because everyone says, ah, oh, you guys are drinking the Kool-Aid, all this and that. Well, you know what? I am drinking the Kool-Aid. You heard the coaches say it firsthand, like, this season? No, it didn't start out great. And Mark Whipple, the thing that I appreciate about this this regime that's that it's currently constructed is you have guys like Mark Whipple, Mickey Joseph, Bill Bush. They'll tell you how it is. Like, they... They, it might not be what you want to hear and it might not always be the PC thing that's that's supposed to be said but damn it they're gonna tell you the truth and they're gonna they're gonna lay it yeah. out and they're gonna tell you how it is and the reality of the situation is that this season started out about as disastrous as it possibly could have but you're sitting right now first in the Big Ten West and as as Mark Whipple said act like it like you you are currently no matter how you want to slice it Nebraska fans you are number one in the Big Ten West you're tied sure but you out of everything that's happened whatever you want to spin the narrative of this season you're tied for first in the big 10 west act like I mean it.
2: some of the texas act like it yeah some of the texas dusty says and i think i i have to agree with him six wins would be more than we've had in six years that would be great and i don't care who they're over that's that's really the way we should be thinking about yeah. this um uh i love the comment for bill and bennett Uh, this is not the same old Nebraska. There's a new sheriff in town. Got to love some of those things that they're saying out there. Um, We'll see. We'll see how they do it. I mean, you are are that right now. Play like (laughs) it. I love it.
0: I love the great comment. Which is just so crazy to to, to really think about it, Strick. And I'm about to mute the site real quick here again for because I got another soundbite from Mark Whipple today, and I talk about that transparency. I talk about how he'll just tell you how it is. He tells you the truth uh, no matter which way you want to slice it. And, And that really showed up. In the press conference today that he had with the media, and I'm going to play this one for you. And this is another one that just shows you that this is just the the reality of of the coaching staff, and then how they lay it out to us. So I'm going to play this again. This was Mark Whipple today at the podium.
1: I don't know. I guess I and I in my history. You know, when I walk around being a nice guy, it just doesn't work as well as when I'm a. Okay, I I don't know why, and that's just why I told the kids on Monday. I said, "Look, man, I'm not I'm down here. Just when I have some across my rear end, guys, we just play better." And that's really what it was like at, at halftime. Strict? I mean, that's that
0: that I and I want to ask you because you've had your fair share of coaches, and you probably had different personalities. You've had different people come to you. You had different people probably motivate you. If you look at how. Nebraska is currently constructed in in the state of the program. Do you think tough love, I mean, that, that's kind of what it sounds like to me is that, that Mark Whipple has a little bit of a tough love mindset. Do you think that's good for this team right now? Because he's like, when I'm being the nice guy, we don't get the results that we want. But when I'm expletive, we get the results that we want. Like that. Sometimes I think that that's what it takes to get you to the next level.
2: I think there's a period of time that we've lost a generation, a good generation of kids because we've coddled them.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We've, um, we've dumbed things down for them. Um, we've created an entitlement type of uh, a mentality to some of these kids. Um, we've created where, for example, when I was coming up, if you if you won or lost, you didn't get no trophy. If you were a loser, you didn't get a trophy. You had to get better, surround yourself, or build your team up, or make your team better in order to fall into the one or three category. One through three is what got it. You got a, a, some form of a trophy. These kids now, you could be the last place team with an 0-21 record in – you get a complacency trophy. (laughs) Forget that. Right. Get better. Find out how you can win. And I think because a lot of these kids have come up, I'm listen, I'm not, I'm not carblanching it because there are kids that do have it. There's kids that just go beyond and do a little bit more. They go the extra mile, Mm -hmm. you know? So you do have that at times, but a lot of these kids have come through that coddling moment. And then the next thing they see is the domination of their region, the domination of their sector the domination of their city, then you see stars start to come behind them. That's a that's that's something to think about. You start seeing stars, right? You start smelling your own uh, cologne. You start looking at your own clippings. Even though we did those things, it's still we aspired for more. You know what I mean? And that's what I think Whipple's trying to allude to. He's basically trying to say, listen, you know, um, when I'm easy going and easy peasy you guys become easy peasy in the way that you Mm -hmm. operate and do things and so forth. No, but when I'm a D, when I'm that, then you hear me, you heed, you operate, you get it done. I love that. Shout out to Whipple for getting, you know, making those. And now I'm thinking that, you know, obviously remember what I said. It all starts from the head and trickles down from the body to the shoes, to the skirt or whatever, to the feet. It all starts from the top. And if the top is, and look, I don't know nothing about Scott. I don't know nothing about the internal workings of that that program. I'm not saying this as if I am i have factuals. You can just see it because it's with the CEO, it's with the company, it's with whatever it is, you can see it, it starts from the top. And now it seems like there's something else a different voice at the top. You can kind of see some some different changes in how the system's working.
0: Uh, I, I'm going to get to this text here in a second, Strick, but first I want to ask you, too, does that kind of, w- when you have that mentality as a coach, does that show you kind of which kids have it and which don't? Because he, he mentioned specifically in the press conference Casey Thompson and how he, he reacted because uh, Chuba did go in the game. And it didn't look great, but Casey Thompson was benched when he wasn't playing up to Mark Whipple and Mickey Joseph Standard. So you take him out – and you have him deal with that adversity. You are kind of a a, a bleep hole to him, and then he reacts, and it's how he responds. And Casey Thompson reacted like a leader. He he reacted like a kid that was going to accept the challenge. And I think a big part of what yeah. Mark Whipple does too, Strick, is it shows you like who who has it and who doesn't.
2: <laughs> That's basically it. And you can just see the response that they have when they come off the when they come off the field. You can see some of the conversations. You can see um the addressing sometimes of Mickey right. Joseph with certain players, and you can see the attentiveness of those players uh listening. I, I don't know if I've rarely seen and, and I, I can't say I've seen every situation of every camera on the sideline. I, I can just see that. He's making it a point to address. I don't know if Scott Frost I ever saw doing that, and I'm and I'm not blaming him if he did or didn't. It's his style, whatever his style is. I just, I just different types of interactions. When they responded, when they didn't, he was like, "Yo, we got to turn it over." Right. You know, you can just see him, you know, involved in every aspect of the game. And, you know, I, I just say I, I think it makes a difference. Is, uh makes a statement. He says, "Okay, kids don't hand out trophies." Right? Uh, that's not what I was saying but you're right. They don't. It, it's unfortunately the co- the, the coaches, it, the systems, the YMCAs or whatever the system they're playing under. Yeah. It's not, I don't even think it's the parents. I think it's just whatever those systems they're playing under. Um, maybe the parents got you, The parents went to him and said, Hey, why isn't my kid getting, yeah, you probably have some of that. And so I think it's unfortunate that the kids have to deal with that. So that's what I was saying. They have to deal with the fact that they've been coddled. They've been, you know, let's be real about it. Let's get into this, Nate. Since since he wants to make that statement, let's get into it. Half of y'all kids ain't never uh, mowed the grass.
0: <laughs> You're right. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, some of y'all kids don't even take out the trash. Some of them don't <laughs> wash dishes. They don't none. They, so we live in a coddled generation. Some of them. I'm just. I'm just saying. That's just unfortunate. That's just the for- unfortunate way that it's gotten to. And so now we just got to figure out how – you got to figure out how to change the way you deal with them. That's all.
0: And I think the biggest thing too, Strike, and you can kind of tell kids that have a competitive uh, just fire to them. And I yeah. – again, like I, I didn't play at the level of, of many people at the station and probably don't have half of the athletic talent as a lot of people. But there were times even when I was playing youth sports, like you hand someone a particip- participation trophy. I was one of those kids like, I don't want it. Like if I'm not winning, to be honest with you, like I don't care to have this trophy. And a lot of parents scoffed at that, and, and a lot of people were saying, "All right, yeah. what's this kid's problem?" And that's kind of part of the problem that you have is like, if I'm not winning, like I don't want it. <laughs> like to be honest with you, and and, and unfortunately, uh, a lot of kids don't have that. And in in, yeah. in society, and when you get into the working world, and and I've noticed it specifically just as I've grown up, like people don't care about your feelings. Like, like, simply put, like, if you are not there to win, and college football is a big part of it because we see how the transfer portal is now, we see how yep. uh, just college football in general, NIL, coaches, like, just all of the, the way that college athletics works now, like, if you don't have that competitive fire and you're going to win, like, you're going to be left behind. Mm-hmm. Simply put, and, yep. and I know, and that's the thing, too, Strickland, you said we're keeping it real, like, that's the reality of it. Like you, you, you have to play to win, and I love how, how Coach Whipple and Mickey have kind of taken it upon themselves to say, you know what? Like maybe this isn't what's what's happened with these kids, but we're gonna change the culture, we're gonna change the standard, because like what's being done isn't acceptable, and they understand that. And I think the thing is too, like some of these kids, Casey Thompson said, like I react well to that. They probably want that to happen, like coach me. Like, help me, because a lot of these kids, like, you think these kids, like, that's the thing that, that's so frustrating sometimes, too. It's like, you think these kids want to lose? Like, you cannot no. tell me all those kids on that field are like, oh, wow, like, ah, oh, we just don't. like, no one wants to lose. Like, sometimes you need that fire. Sometimes you need a coach yeah. to ignite it in you, Strick, and I know you probably had coaches when you were growing up that ignited that competitive fire in you, and that's probably why you got to the place that you are today.
2: Big facts. Shout out to that. I mean, shout out to Lanny Richards and and you know Coach Feynman, uh, who were who were like that. I mean, they were, they were very much like that. And nothing was given to us. I mean, I remember there were things that I needed to work on in parts of my game where Lanny Richards literally came to me and was like, uh, "You can't when you go into the gym, you can't take a shot. You can't take a shot until you've completed a hundred tosses against the against the wall, and and you shot this many shots." Uh, with one hand under the basket, at these amounts of feet, like I couldn't just go into the gym and just start tossing up. J- Kids go into the gym these days and start throwing up threes, and they like there's there's no progressive on on the consistencies of their shot. They go right to the to the Steph Curry line, which is thirty feet, and just start tossing, just chunking balls. That stuff's not good. You got to start working from the inside out. But they, you know, that that's just a different mentality in the way they do things now. So you're right.
0: It is a different mentality. And you know what? Like, I I don't know if there's a right or wrong to this, but I do know one thing. Since Mickey Joseph and Mark Whipple changed their mentality or whenever Mickey took the head spot, there was different intensity on the football field. Like, everyone talks about this defensive intensity, and and, and I don't know what's causing it, but... There might be a direct correlation to that because if if you're tough on them, guess what? You get results on the field and you have a team that cares. You use a team that shows intensity. And on top of that, you cannot tell me that he's being too hard on the kids because after that game, Strick, I know you saw the video, they started chanting his name. Mickey, Mickey gave him <laughs> a hug. We're pushing him around like th- yeah. th- that. That's just, that's the culture and atmosphere that I like to see in Nebraska. And I know it's a lot of fans yeah. like to see too strict before we go to break real quick. Uh, I want to get what Robbie says here on YouTube and I believe he texted us in as well. It. So, so shout out to Robbie. He says, if coach Joseph beats Rutgers this weekend, he will be the first Nebraska head football coach since coach Devaney to win his first two conference games as a head coach.
2: Phenomenal. And and, and it goes about... back to what was said earlier. I don't care who it's with or who it's from. You haven't had a big a, so I'll wait. Somebody somebody tell me when is last time. 2017 is what they're saying. Um when's the last time you had back to back? Big Ten wins. I'll wait. So I don't care who it's against, get her done. Yeah. As my guy, <laughs> as my guy Larry the cable man would say, get her done. Whatever way that is. Go win four straight. I don't care. I don't care who it's against. It could be. It could be uh, the the Lincoln's lowest school of the blind. I don't care. Get her done.
0: <laughs> Just beat whoever is in your path, whoever. especially too. Uh, you bring up Coach Devaney, and, and it looks like the text line helped us out. Twenty seventeen, the last time Nebraska won back to back Big Ten games. So you know what? I I don't care if it's Indiana. I don't care if it's Rutgers. You know what? You win, and then guess what? You sit at two and one. And you're still going to be tied for first in the Big Ten West. Now, there might be less teams that you're tied with, but you're still going to be tied for the Big Ten West. Honestly, sometimes I say that I have to laugh because it's crazy to see how we started the season. Now we're at the position that we are tied for the Big Ten West lead. So that's pretty impressive stuff. we got to take a quick break. We're going to get into some NFL talk after this. The Rams... Well, they did not look great last night. So we're going to get into that. Sophomore slump, Super Bowl hangover. Is there a lot of things happening? Carson Wentz might have lost the locker room in Washington. Lots to talk about in the NFL. We're going to get to it right here on the block. Ninety-three-seven. The Ticket. Stay with us.